Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I want to play a game. Um, Hannah. What kind of game? <laughs> um, it's called Moral Lessons Through Bodily Dismemberment. Long title, I know, but hear me out, hear me out. By the end of it, you get a puppet. I get a puppet? <laughs> you get a puppet. It's like a little reward. You know, you may lose an arm, but you get a puppet. It's great. It's like a reward. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reward. I was going to say, oh, I've I've seen this one before. They did that in the Batman, but no. <laughs> there is. Doesn't Batman have a villain who's like just a puppet? Uh, there is um, the ventriloquist and, and Scarface is a Batman villain who literally the puppet is a gangster and the guy. This is like the ultimate long con where Saw was just this elaborate Batman prequel. Listen, oh my gosh. okay, it is but not the new out of the realm of possibility. Absolutely. It, it does. Yep. It really does. Uh, the Riddler yep. watched Saw and Scream and was like, I gotta get in on this. <laughs> so, um, we are not here to talk about the Batman. Uh, Unfortunately. We're talking about <laughs> Saw 6. Yeah! Which, I'm just gonna mm -hmm. start things off right off the bat. I think this is, like, one of the better Saw movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'd go out on a limb to say it's probably the best Saw movie. Maybe Saw 2. Maybe Saw 2. It, Saw the 6 is it, up For me, there, it's between though. this one and 2. Yeah. yeah. Saw 6 is I'm up there. I'm going to say, just like to establish, again, a recap, anytime we talk about a Saw movie, I'm the only one who hasn't seen it because I think it's funnier that way. <laughs> yeah, so Hannah yeah, and, and I are going I... to attempt oh. to recap the events of the film to Marty uh, the best we can. This one's going to be particularly funny because... Is it okay if I reveal the details of the last time we watched it? Yes, please do. Yes. We watched it at like 2 a.m. on like a Tuesday or something. And like both of us were mostly making jokes the whole time. And I, I it's been a minute since we watched it. So it's yeah, going to be was funny. like two weeks to ago. see what we remember. Because um, Marty and I got sick and then there were like scheduling conflicts. So mm -hmm. yeah. It's going to be a journey. Yeah, apartments had to be hunted. All that jaws. All that jaws. Yeah. All that jaws. Jazz hands. Going to rouge my knees and pull my stockings down and all of that jazz. <laughs> oh Sorry, God. we're not talking about Chicago either, unfortunately. This Listen, is Saw 6. I, I feel like I would take Jigsaw more seriously. Or at least, not, I take Jigsaw seriously. I don't take his apprentices seriously because I don't think they have any funny voices. If they had a funny voice too... I think I would be more on board, but they don't. They just talk like, you know, I'm gruff. I still <laughs> haven't seen any of the movies, but I know I like Amanda. She seems cool. I liked Amanda, but she comes, she's no comes the closest. To Although she does show up voice. in this movie. I'll give her that. Of course, Aww. they just have to have like a million flashbacks. Um, is it Hoffman again? But yeah, I yes. think this is the closest Saw comes Aww. to having a point I could get behind. The rest, I do feel like he's like walking on thin ice, especially in the last one, which I feel like was very misguided. I think that's, no, 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 the one before that, I think Saw 
four is the one with the the cop who's like, you have to stop caring. Yeah. Is that the one with where it's the guy from the Gilmore Girls? I think so. Yes. See, they all kind of okay. blend together in my head. But yeah, I know that four and five, five was like the low point, in my opinion. So now we're like coming back up, coming back strong with Saw 6. So let's get mm. into this. Um, So the opening scene is the two people with the trap where they have to like, with the scale. Um, yeah, what's the biblical term? It's like uh, a pound wait, of flesh. A pound of flesh. That's it. Yeah. So they have to like, whoever. You have to fill a bucket with your fills- butt meat, right? <laughs> with any kind of meat, yes. yeah, but um, you have to fill the Wait, really? Like, yeah, you have to yeah. fill a stuff <laughs> on a scale, a like, cut off. Bit. <laughs> well, yeah, it's there are two people. <laughs> there are two people who work, I think, in, like, loans or something. Yeah. Jigsaws, like, oh my God. why do you lend people money when they don't have it? And they go, I don't know. And he's like, whoever puts the most meat in their bucket lives. Yeah, and so the one guy starts just, like, cutting off, like, pieces of his stomach. Wait, he's mad about loans being a thing? I mean... I think it's more... It's like like the predatory... They lend money, they know... Yes. Yeah, like predatory loans. Okay, Um, so, like, loan shark type shit, where, like, you give out a personal loan, and then they basically come fuck you up because you, you can't pay it back. I mean, more or less, yeah. Okay. Um, They're not very specific about it. They're just like, you pay, like, loan, oh, you give loans to people you know they can't afford, and then you come and repossess their thing, and, like, that's how you profit. Like, they count on people not being able to make back their money. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the guy starts cutting off bits of, like, flesh from his stomach, um, but the girl is, like, smart about it, and she starts hacking off her arm. And so she ends up winning, because, like, but, like, it's one of those, like, ooh, last minute, like, she just barely manages to get her arm in the scale, like, last minute. And then, um, I think Hannah brought up a good point, though, about that TikTok account that's, like, how I would survive jigsaw traps or something. And and the guy on there made a good point. He was, like, they could have just taken off their shoes and put them (laughs) in the scale. But, um... Yeah, yeah, but I guess like you know, someone's I don't know. Someone is still so when the pressure's watching, on, right? and like, hey, get your damn fucking nasty shoes out of my scale. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what is it? There's this device that every time, or like for every second they don't like act, like nails are driven into their head. Yeah, oh. so, so they've got like these devices oh. on thinking. their head. Like Jesus, yeah. kind of, with the crown of thorns. I mean, I guess. Um. I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think it was an intentional religious metaphor, but like, okay, yeah, I guess that's what I thought of um, first. Maybe, probably because I'm hereditarily Catholic. My mom was Catholic, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm all for reading way too much into the Saw franchise. It's biblical now. It's a symbol. Yeah, it's a Jesus metaphor. Jesus was alive today. He would look at the world around him and be so disappointed that we all weren't cutting off our butt meat <laughs> and putting it in a bucket. <laughs> My God. So what, we pick up where we left off. Yeah, like Kai says, she wins. Um, This Hoffman is taken over for Jigsaw. Yeah. uh, Because he, like, killed all the cops who knew he was Jigsaw. Yes, yeah. Um, 
Except I think there's one cop who, like, we thought died, but she didn't. So now he's, like, really nervous that everyone's gonna yeah. find out he's the jigsaw the, Some of the, like, investigators have taken, like, an audio clip of Jigsaw's voice, and they're trying to, like, unscramble it so they can undistort it and, like, get a better idea of what he sounds like. Mm. So Hoffman's all freaked out because he's like, oh my gosh, like, they're gonna recognize it's me as soon as they do that. So that's what's going on on the police end of things. Um, meanwhile, we have our main trap plot where uh, this guy... Uh, I don't remember anyone's name. I'm sorry. Um, he's like... Uh, Take a what? wild guess at what his name is. That way we just have something to refer to him as. Okay. Marty, I want you to name him. Yeah, you um, do it. Okay. His name is Schmebulok. No. <laughs> um, uh, his, his name is Steve. Let's go with Steve. Steve. Okay. okay so Steve. Steve is like an insurance, uh, health insurance company executive. And he's like very vocal about how he's come up with this formula to, like, maximize his profits, and he's, like, constantly turning down um, their clients' coverage, which is, of course, why Jigsaw got mad at him, because he turned down John Kramer's uh, coverage when he got cancer and, like, really screwed him over. And so this whole thing is basically about how predatory the health insurance industry is, which um, I have very strong thoughts about as someone with a chronic illness. Yeah, um, so I mean, this, truly this is it the is. movie for me. This is the Saw movie for me, because I'm like, you know what, Jigsaw? You're right. The health insurance industry is really predatory. Um, so good on you. Now, it, it, uh, it is Hoffman doing all this, because we, we, well, we've established... Well, he's doing it because John Kramer left behind these requests. Okay. So, um, this is a weird thing, too. He actually it's left It's Grandpa's with, last uh, yeah, will and testament. Yeah, he left them with his wife... So his wife and Hoffman are, like, kind of bickering a little bit. There's, like, he gave her em envelopes, but, like, there's one envelope that she didn't give to Hoffman. And he's like, I want to know what's in the envelope. And she's like, uh-uh, it's for me. So that's been, like, a point of tension. Um, mm. Also, gotta say, I kind of love Jigsaw's wife. Like... She's exactly she's what... She's crafty. I like it. Yeah, it's like she's what I would expect from a woman who is married to, to Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, um, I have uh, to say, just really quick while I'm thinking about it, I have no idea what the fuck Hoffman in this movie series looks like, so I just keep imagining Ted Raimi in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I wish he looked like Ted Raimi. No, he just looks like... Right? The typical, like, just, old, middle-aged, white cop in a cop movie. Oh. Like, he looks like, like, you know, my dad or something. <laughs> yeah. Dad vibes. Um, yeah. Um, mm. I agree. So, Well, I'm imagining Ted Raimi, and I think it's better that way. Oh, yeah. Also, it's very important to note that um, after the whole flashback where it shows the insurance guy turning down John Kramer's uh, request for treatment... For his cancer, it cuts to the future where, like, this guy comes in. And actually, he's one of the cast members from uh, the Saw 2 director. I can't remember his name. Kyla, do you remember the oh, Saw Darren 2 director's Boseman? name? Darren Bozeman cast this guy in his film The Devil's Carnival. Oh. 
which I yes. love. Um, so I highly recommend that. He's great in it. Um, but he, like, has never been sick. And I think, like, he got, like, a, a minor sickness, like, when he was super young that he didn't even know about because he, like, didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. So they deny his his coverage for treatment when this is the first time and only time he's needed an insurance company to help him. And he like looks him in the face and says, you've just killed me. And then he walks out the door. And I just thought that was a really good way to demonstrate the, the predatory nature of it. Some of this is, can be like said as on the nose of like how awful like the health insurance corporation is. But I'll be honest until we've dealt with a problem. I don't really care how on the nose it is. I'm just happy yeah. someone's talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, too, I have different expectations for a Saw movie than I do for, like, a, you know, I don't know, like, some Oscar-nominated drama. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I expect the Saw movies to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, anyway, Steve, our guy, um, he wakes up. Steve. And, let's see, what was the first (laughs) trap? It was the It's the breathing one. Oh, that's right. Him and uh the janitor from his building, which this was a a moral problem I did have with that. I'm like, why the fuck is is Jigsaw going after the janitor? Like the janitor didn't do anything just cuz he works for this company like doesn't even uh, doesn't mean he's involved in this insurance scam. Well, um, not only so- that, he involves the, the, we'll talk about this when the big twist is revealed, um, but please continue, because there's a bunch of other people involved in this man's traps that I don't think have any business being in Saw's moral quandary quest or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so they're like both hooked up to oxygen masks, and every time they take a breath, there's like a big metal like thing that'll crush their rib cage, basically. So they have to, like, hold their breaths. Whoever breathes first gets their ribs crushed. So basically, it's a contest to who can hold their breath the longest. And since the janitor is a longtime smoker, um, he cannot hold his breath as long as the Steve. So he dies. Yeah. Mm. And And part of this is, like, Jigsaw trying to make a point, like, oh, you know, by your policy, this guy, like, wouldn't get coverage because he's a smoker so like you know Jigsaw's kind of rubbing it in like oh you know he's dying and like why do you care because you've killed a lot of people just like him I think symbolically it works but I think when I look at it literally I'm like yeah but Jigsaw you are also killing people who don't deserve it yeah I'm so confused as to the moral high ground you have yeah um that he's just, just doing it because he's like, a petty little bitch. I mean, Why would basically. you kill the smoker? That's my job. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny how hypocritical it is. Because yeah, Jigsaw's gone after people for like feeling suicidal and like taking photographs of someone cheating on their wife. <laughs> but then he turns around and shames this other guy for like, yeah. Yeah, it's just silly. Literally smoking. <laughs> but, um... Uh, what was the next test? The steam, it was the, I think. Was it the secretary? The thing with, like, the old lady and then yes, the other no, guy? Yes, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so, Yes, um, it, you're right. 
Which again, I think this guy, okay, if I'm, please explain the trap and then I'll explain how I think Jigsaw thought this man's fatal flaw was loneliness. Yeah, so like, the there's these two people hanging from the barbed wire noose and like, you know, as this, like, he's got a, like, there's two long, like, pulley things basically and he can pick one of them to like save um and he can't hold both of them at the same time and so uh one of the people is his secretary who's like this old lady and she has kids and grandkids and stuff and the other one is his, like some other guy who works for him who's like young and healthy but he doesn't um have any like surviving family or anything and so Jigsaw's trying to make this point of, like, by your policy, you know, the elderly secretary is the one who you would kill because she's more at risk. But, you know, it's harder to choose, and he does end up saving her instead of the other guy. And it's so weird because Jigsaw made this little PowerPoint of these two people living their lives. And the secretary has, like, family, she's very beloved, and then it just shows a bunch of images of this one, the other guy, just, like, sitting, minding his business alone, and Jigsaw's like, this guy, pathetic, useless, but according to your policy, very upstanding member of society. And as someone who has eaten a soup on a bench alone once in a while, I resent that. Right? I'm like, (laughs) what if he has a cat that will miss him? Honestly... Oh my god, do you remember how much I wanted that guy from Death Party to win? Because he had a cat? (laughs) No. Murder Party. Murder Murder Party. Party. Yeah. I have a fish at home I need to take care of. That's like my excuse. Exactly. Right? That's me. That's me in a jigsaw trap. (laughs) Who's gonna feed my fish, jigsaw? (laughs) Is it you? And again... Your fish made the sin of not being able to breathe properly, like the janitor. Um, they breathe underwater, homie. <laughs> Still a sin! <laughs> I'm just saying about Jigsaw, like, if I took this fish out of the fishbowl and he stopped breathing, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't think, because I like the idea of this man who makes a living like, deciding who lives and who dies, being literally forced to look the ugly truth of that in the eye. Like, I love that idea. I just wish they hadn't built up this legacy of Jigsaw being, like, this vigilante superhero guy with a point. Oh, we skipped over this one scene. So, um, Hoffman goes to visit the girl from the opening scene who cut off her arm, and he asks her, like, what did you learn, young lady? And she's like, I didn't learn a damn thing. I had to cut off my arm. There was nothing to learn. It was bullshit. And I was like, I appreciate this moment. One of the greatest- I feel seen. Like, truly one of the greatest moments of the franchise so far. I just wanted to hug her. Hell yeah. It was- very reminiscent of Moonstruck, where Nicolas Cage is like, I lost my hand! I lost my pride! You want me to learn something from this? No! <laughs> Another movie that I really need to watch because it's Nicolas Cage and Cher. Yeah, well. He's so good. We can, we will watch it soon. For our soon. other uh, <laughs> upcoming project. Yes. And I want Hannah on that episode. 
I, I want to be on that episode, please. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, yes. Um, then the next trap is the the steam. The steam? Yeah, like he has one of his employees running around this little maze that has like oh, burning hot right. steam. Yeah. And like the only way the steam stops is if he like pulls a lever and takes the steam on himself. This was like my least favorite trap, I would say. Yeah, because it's just people like running through this kind of like weird maze like room. Mm-hmm. And um when she he so he helps her and by the if she doesn't get through the maze in a certain amount of time, uh, I think, like, a big, like, crossbow attached to her, like, will shoot itself through her head. So when she gets through the maze, um, there's, like, a, a hacksaw or something? Something sharp. Uh, I feel like it ran on batteries. Was it a turkey uh, carver? Was it a jigsaw? I- because <laughs> jigsaws do I run think it on was... batteries. True. Sometimes you have to plug them in, but sometimes they do run on batteries. Anyway, um, it is revealed that the key to her uh trap is in his tummy. So she starts like hacking away trying to like get him before he can even try to like reach inside his belly and get whatever the fuck they sewed up in him. Um, but then the timer runs out and she dies, so no harm, no foul, except for all the harm and foul. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the quote book. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the next one, okay. Oh, the next one is the best. Like oh, probably my favorite trap in the whole series. Same. The carousel this of death. Is, this is the best scene in the Saw franchise. So is, ca- is Carousel of Death? Is that? What I'm imagining is a man strapped to a big wheel and turning and turning and getting knives thrown at him. This is probably not okay. what that is. Sort of, but there's six people. Ooh. There's six people so it's and they're on like a little- So it's technically not like a carousel? It's like a little merry-go-round yeah, a- thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're spinning around and there's a gun. And Jigsaw's like, okay, this gun has four bullets so you can choose two people to save. And so all the employees just start arguing. They're like, save me! I'm pregnant! No! She's lying! And they just all start bickering, and it's so <laughs> good. The drama of it all, like, they they just keep shouting things over each other, like Kyla said, like, he's been stealing money from you for weeks! No, I haven't! You're mad at me because you want to fuck his wife! And I don't think they actually say that, but, like, that's the vibe of it, where people are just throwing out every shady thing they can think of to try to get their you know, their asses through this damn trap. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And it has probably my favorite moment in the Saw series, because, like, he ends up killing all of them except two women. And then there's this one guy who, um, like, he knows he's gonna be shot, like, no matter what, because he chose to save the two people he could save before he could have his turn with the shotgun. And so there's this moment where he's yelling at him uh, before the gun can get to him. And he's just like screaming like, that's it, huh? You're so full of shit. You have no... And it's just so 
interesting oh. watching this guy who knows he's doomed yeah. just like finally let it all out and like he has my favorite line that i actually think is the the most like best acted scene in saw where he's like look like the the steve is looking down in shame he's traumatized he feels bad whatever but then the guy on the carousel is like you look at me you look at me when you kill me and then they make eye contact and there's just this moment of fear and desperation between them before he gets shot that is so good it's so crunchy it's such an interesting moment so good Oh, and we should probably note all the people on the carousel were working in his, like, bullpen to, like, find ways in people's insurance contracts to, like, have an excuse to not give them coverage. Like, that is literally their job to try to fuck these people over. Oh, yeah. They're all, like, pretty terrible people, but, like, you know, they're still people. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I will say, though, I understand why they are there more so than, like, the janitor. <laughs> yeah. Or the secretary, even. She's just, she's just right down the appointments. Like, there is no, like, it's all, like, saying, like, the Amazon workers are, like, the reason for, uh, like, the evil that is Amazon. It's like, no, it's mostly just people trying to get by. Yeah, it's I don't like know, they, they portray the bullpen. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, no, I was just saying the same thing. Yeah, but the bullpen, though, it does seem a little more actively malicious when, like, their job is to, you know, find mm-hmm. reasons not to give people health care. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, you know, clean a room. Yeah. I would like to clean a room. That's a good job. I need... It's a good job. It's, it's honest you're work. You're not hurting anybody. It's honest work. You're not hurting anybody. You're helping more than you're hurting, honestly. That man should have not been in a jigsaw trap. I'm more mad the more I think about him. <laughs> I mean, if you think long and hard about any person in a jigsaw trap, you just get more and more mad about it. The insurance guy, I find a little less rage. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. There's like one, the one trap, I don't remember which movie, three or four, or maybe it was five, where like there was a abusive guy in there. And like, oh, there, yeah, there was the one where it was like a serial rapist. Like, that yeah, I don't feel bad yeah. for that one. Um,. um Jason, I should put more people like that in there instead of trying to make a point about some stupid shit. Just like yeah, that's the thing. Kills, again, that's like, Jason should fundamental... just put a bunch of pedophiles in there and then like give them no way out. Yeah, and just it's, laugh it's about one it. Of the fundamental problems with this series is like okay, uh, child slavery and sex trafficking exist, and yet Jigsaw chooses to go after people who like are addicted to drugs and suicidal. Like, okay, Jigsaw. Um, I feel like there's bigger Jigsaw's problems in the world. Republican. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw's a Republican. <laughs> I thought last time we said he was that. a Libertarian. Liber- oh, shit, you're Libertarians right. <laughs> kind of lean Republican often, so I can see that. Yeah. I will say, this was... The scene where John Kramer confronts um, the insurance guy had one of my favorite monologues ever. At some point during the review, I do want to read it because I think it actually has a very salient point in it. And it's like, when I was listening to that monologue, I was like, I actually see where you're coming from. This is rare. This is strange. Normally he's putting boys in boxes. So I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Anyway, so the next uh, trap is, I think it's the final trap. 
Oh, yeah. So we should... Um, this has kind of been happening all along. Uh, there's, like, a mother and her son who are just, like, locked in this room. And there's a button, right, that they can push? Or, like, a lever or something? It says uh, live or die. Like, there's a lever that's... Yeah. If you push it up, it says live. If you push it down, it says die. And it's hooked up to this, like, acid right yeah. next to it. And so the son... The son, who's played by Roderick from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. He keeps being like, ooh, we should push it. And there's another person with them, right? Like, in a different... Yeah, there was a, a reporter who okay. um, was, like, trying to find out more about Jigsaw. She got yeah, kidnapped and put that's in a right. cell. Because um, she was the one who kept trying to interview Jigsaw's wife. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. I think she's just there because Jigsaw's wife doesn't like her. Uh Probably. So, no, no, no. She's there because um, she's the sister of the insurance guy. Oh, that's right. Yes, you're right. Um, so yeah, we find out that the mother and son are the wife and child of the person from earlier in the movie that got denied insurance, even though he was healthy. So he like ended up dying, and so like he left behind, you know, his family. They basically get to decide whether they want, um, because I think, like, these spikes, when he comes to the final thing, he sees that his sister's there, and since he made it through all the traps, that means he and his sister get to go free. Except that's not how Jigsaw plays, baby. Uh, Jigsaw, like, stabbed him a bunch, but I think he could still walk it off if the, the mother and son decide to push the live lever or... You know, they get the choice whether he lives or dies because he chose whether their family member lived or died. And the mother at first is like, I'm doing this so that you can never um, deny coverage to anyone ever again. And um, you won't do to anyone else what you did to us. But she can't do it. She just can't do it. She's too good a person. But guess who's not too good a person? Fucking Roderick. He (laughs) says, fuck you, old man. (laughs) And he presses the die lever and acid, like, is shot into these spikes and he melts from the inside out. It's a very good gore scene. Roderick may say, I'm sorry, women, but he said, fuck you, old man. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, so there's a lot of, like, random- Because, you know, at the end of the Saw movies, they always have all these random reveals. So there's this really pointless reveal about how Amanda- So, you know, in the previous films, when, um, Jigsaw's wife, like, lost her baby because, uh, that guy was robbing the clinic and, like, slammed a door into her- Oh, right. So yeah, I forgot that was a thing. It gets revealed that Amanda was involved in the robbery somehow. Like, what? she was either friends with or dating that guy who, like, robbed the place. I'm like, did okay, did we really need this reveal? Like, why are you just trying to make things more complicated by, like, tying everything together? Especially when Amanda's, like, not even in the series anymore. So it's like, okay... So apparently Hoffman yeah, knows that Amanda was involved and was trying to blackmail her. And I guess, like, I guess Jigsaw, like, didn't know. So that was if, weird. And then, like, but anyway, so, like, Jigsaw wait, wife like, finds out about all this. If she's just, like, a friend, how is she, like, involved with this? Just because, like, she knew the guy? I think she was helping him 
like rob because you know she was a drug addict so i think she was helping him like rob the place so they could get drugs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay i see i think that's how jigsaw knew her too <sighs> yeah it's just very convoluted i'm like did we really need this reveal I think it only serves to try to make the audience think that Hoffman was the big bad all along. But here's the thing. Nobody gives a shit about Hoffman. No matter how hard yeah. you try. We all were here for Jigsaw. that, And we're all here for the traps. We don't really give a shit about the cop subplots. Or if someone out there does, please let me know. I want to see the world through your eyes. Because I'm sure it is a much more beautiful place than the eyes through which I see. Because I do not like the cop subplots. I yeah. agree. Um... So uh, this this is where we get like this confrontation where uh, <laughs> Jigsaw's wife like reveals that the last envelope is Hoffman's test and she's got to test him. And I can't even remember what his test was. The thing that I love is I think she did it wrong because like I think Jigsaw meant to actually test him. But she said, no, I think I'm just going to kill him. Yeah. She ties him to a chair. And puts on the reverse bear trap on oh, his head. Oh, that's right. And I fully think she doesn't intend to, like, help him out at all. Like, I think she wants to kill him. Um, and I don't blame her. she leaves. I kind of no, just love... I love this reveal. Like, you know, through the previous few films, they, do, they work so hard to convince us that, like, she wasn't involved with any of the Jigsaw stuff. And that, like, she had no idea that her husband's a serial killer. But then she just ends up killing people anyway, and I kind of love that for her. I'm like, this woman has been through Uh so much, and especially when it's Hoffman, like, she's probably just sick of his shit, and, like, (laughs) sick of her dead husband's shit, and I'm like, you know, I don't blame her. Yeah. Well, there's a stupid sexist scene where he's like, I'm Jigsaw now. You're not Jigsaw. You're gonna do what I say, and we're gonna follow John's legacy, and then I'm gonna be Jigsaw. And I think that, um... She decided to girl boss her way out of that one. Yes. And, uh, just fucking kill him. See, yeah. if, that, if so, that happened to me, this would end up being an episode of Snapped. <laughs> 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 and that's when he snapped. Uh, I do love uh, me, though, I, a gaslight gatekeep girl boss. So that's she probably. She did all three. She was an icon. Yes. That's probably why I like Amanda, too. Um,. So, yeah, then he escapes. Like, she leaves him to die, but he escapes, and that's the end of the movie. Yep. Okay. Saw six. Saw six. I feel like we covered that this one, one's like, about insurance. really fast. Yeah, I mean, like, for, for for this one, our recording is at, like, 36 minutes now or so. Yeah, Hi. it's a... It's a weirdly straightforward Saw movie, but then at the very end, they just throw in all that stuff to, like, make it more complicated. Oh, I guess we forgot to mention that um, the detective Stu managed to, like, unscramble the audio, but then Hoffman, like, shows up and kills them before yeah. they can tell yeah, I don't know how him, he intends so. to get away with it, because he literally shot, like, every cop yeah. the out of the precinct. I don't understand how they expect the audience to believe that they'll just continue going oh i don't know who could have done this hoffman you were the only one who came out of that alive who killed them all <laughs> hoffman <laughs> what's the deal with hoffman <laughs> oh, i'm jerry seinfeld <laughs> uh, i weirdly think jerry seinfeld would do well in a song oh my I mean, god Chris Rock did fine 
I yeah. I need to see him in a saw trap. I need to see Jerry Seinfeld in a fucking saw trap. <laughs> it is kind of funny when they get more like pain, Jerry. Didn't he date a fifteen year old? He definitely deserves to be in a saw trap. <laughs> I feel like it's I kind of like it when they get like more well-known actors now like Samuel L. Jackson in the newest Saw movie was great I'm like it's yes, kind of I fun want, I want high profile comedians just reacting to the Saw <laughs> traps all day long mm -hmm. oh so good James Corden oh god <laughs> James Corden yeah, deserves to be in a it. saw trap, but not for anything he did specifically for just being annoying. <laughs> Maybe cut this if it gets too personal. I feel like Jimmy Fallon would weirdly do well in a saw trap. Like oh, he just he has would. like that look in his eyes. He's got that where he's like gonna energy. do what he has to do. Yeah. He's yeah. He also has that like dead in the eyes look where he's just like he's just gonna plow through and do what he's gotta do, you know. Whereas yeah. I feel like Jimmy Kimmel, on the other hand, Probably wouldn't do as well. I feel like no, he would. Jimmy Kimmel would be a secret. <laughs> I feel like he'd be a secret uh, jigsaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. like Conan. Okay, but one. but Conan would win. Conan would win. Conan would win. Conan. Conan would like figure it out and like just like totally obliterate Jigsaw. Conan oh. is Jigsaw if he didn't <laughs> die. Because <laughs> I'm imagining Conan as just Jigsaw now. <laughs> Just starring every late night talk show host. No, okay, okay, um, okay. Here's my here's my here's my pitch. It's David Letterman as the original <laughs> Jigsaw. No, or or should it be Jay Leno? And then like, wait, are you just turning this into a metaphor for the whole late night drama? Yes. <laughs> is it okay? Which is better, David Letterman or Jay Leno as as Jigsaw and then The Apprentices? Okay, no, I no. think Jay Leno. Yeah, Jay, Jay Leno should. Okay, Jay Leno is Jigsaw, and then um, that that makes it perfect for Conan O'Brien being like the the dude that takes him down, <laughs> because Conan O'Brien got like so Conan, fucking slighted during all of that. I Conan, I think, <laughs> would take the place of Amanda because I also feel like Amanda got the short end of the stick. Yeah, and shouldn't have died. Um, she should have been the new Jigsaw. Yes. Yeah. Just as Conan should have been the new Jigsaw. You know, there's still time. He may not have gotten the late night franchise, but he could definitely step into the Saw franchise. I mean, they're just letting anybody be Jigsaw these days. Yeah, absolutely. He'd Maybe do a better job. Pa I mean, Paul Hoffman. I mean, technically, Paul Dano kind of played Jigsaw in this last Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. Maybe the real Jigsaw. My the late night shows we watched along. My home. favorite <laughs> Saw movie is the Batman. <laughs> Honestly, my valid. favorite my favorite Saw movie is Pretty Little Liars. My favorite Saw movie is Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Saw movie is Total Drama Island. Oh my god, oh my I keep god. forgetting that that literally you know, they just totally made that that show a jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put this out there. I actually think they should make Tobin Bell the new Joker. He's still alive, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. He already, they, they put him in clown makeup for one of the Saw posters. He looked great. He looked fab. He was working that makeup. Um, if they... He's got that weird maniacal laugh, but it's not like any other Joker laugh where they're trying so hard. And it's like, we get it. You think things are funny. Shut the fuck up. But if he like had that little. Okay. <laughs> I, I, have that a, would be great. I have a pitch for you now. Okay. Batman Beyond. Tobin Bell as old Joker. And Bruce Campbell Ooh. as old Bruce Wayne. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. I would watch I, that. I don't know who I would agree. play the I, I don't know who would play uh new Batman. I am blanking on his name. I watched that show so much when I was a kid, I'm blanking on his name. I feel so bad. Um uh, Richard Conroy? No, no, no. Like the the in Batman Beyond there was like a younger Batman who was Batman. Oh, oh, um, I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, it's not Tim Drake. What is his name? I don't remember what the character's like name is, but I think Will Friedle voiced him. Probably. Anyway, I here's the thing. I agree. I think that's the correct pitch. My incorrect pitch would be the next uh, Batman with Robert Pattinson, full buff, just fighting Tobin Bell. <laughs> yeah, just like beating the shit out of him. It's like... <laughs> just fighting just Jigsaw as Jigsaw. <laughs> They they just like yeah, age no, up right. Barry Keoghan for no reason. It's like I aged in prison, Batman. <laughs> I don't want an explanation. I'm tired of explanations. Jigsaw's also tired of explanations. Why did you put this guy in a trap? I felt like it. Sometimes you just have a vibe, and you got to see it through to the end. Okay, oh. that's what I learned from the Jigsaw franchise. I just remembered that's his true. name is Terry McGinnis. That's thank you. That's that. That's Batman Beyond Batman, Wilfredell Batman. <laughs> also, and by the way, the moral musings I've had over these, these Jigsaw 6, I'm not even saying the right name anymore, because I think this these films have broken me in a way where I am now lingering in a realm of madness. I think they didn't teach me morals. I think they untaught me morals. <laughs> and now I don't know what to do, guys. I'm so confused. Do I put acid in my insurance agent? Maybe. I mean... <laughs> Jim Carrey seems to think that the new Riddler is going to influence a bunch of people to tape up their mayor. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a joke. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> or are what you? What are your thoughts? Marty. Um... I still have no fucking idea what's going on most of the time with these. Um, I do know Hoffman's a bitch. Um, and Jigsaw's ex-wife deserves better. Um, and I feel like at this point, this movie franchise is just Jigsaw's apprentices causing a shit ton of ruckus for people who don't want fucking anything to do with them. <laughs> You're and not it's just wrong. drama. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we still have, like, at least two more Jigsaw apprentices to go through. That, wait, there's oh still God. two more? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there are. Okay, what's the movie? That's not even the one with the Chris Rock movie. What's the movie after this one? Is it Saw Jigsaw? Saw 7. Saw 7, okay. I think is what it's called. Which, actually, it's the only one I haven't seen. I've, um... Well, I don't know if this is too much of a spoiler 
I've heard that Carrie Elwes returns in it, so I'm kind of curious about that. Oh, I think I do know about okay. that because people on my Twitter timeline who are into the Saw franchise have posted that about that. Um, I don't know anything about it, though. Other than that, Saw I think he's in fans. one of the sequels. Saw fans are great. They make me wish I hadn't seen the movie and just watched the fan content. Because right? I love that shit. Like, the, the fan base is honestly really fun. I feel like this happens every time with horror fandoms. Like, the people who are really into it are just the sweetest, kindest people. Yeah. And I'll say this. I do appreciate how, like, insular the, the Saw movies were. Because I think the editor of the first few movies directed this one. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, he did a good job. Well, I guess yeah, I, I like that makes one. sense. I mean, because he, if you're editing the material, then you have to have a good grasp on the story for it to make sense. So I, that would translate yeah. well into being able to write, I think, at least in some capacity. Um, so I, uh, right and direct. I, I will say also, like, this one, um, finally lost, like, they're kind of starting to shed some of the more annoying, like, filmmaking aspects of, like, the weird, super rapid editing. They still have a little bit of it, but it's Is it less still obnoxious. blue? No. Mm-hmm. Not as much. Not with, like, the ugly green filter. Um, they're starting mm-hmm. to lose some of that as we get later into the 2000s. So, like... We will reach a point where the Saw movies actually look really pretty. And I don't, I feel right. conflicted about that because I'm like, oh, like it doesn't, it makes it not feel like Saw, but also I do like a pretty movie. I yeah. would rather look at a pretty movie than like the ugly green filter. <laughs> yeah. Um, That every single horror movie in the early 2000s used. I keep thinking, this has nothing to do with anything, but I keep thinking about how the first Saw movie takes place on September 10th, and then they get out of the Saw trap and 9-11 happens. <laughs> Literally, September 10th, 2003. The, Does the it movie, take place in 2001? Yes. The, if you look at one of the screenshots, um, it shows a flip phone and it has a date on it and it says 9-10-2001. Oh my god. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Also, real quick, I do want to share this quote that Jigsaw had um, when he was talking to Steve when he was being denied insurance. And I actually really liked this quote, um, or at least the ideas behind it. Um, do you know that in the Far East, people pay their doctors when they're healthy? When they're sick, they don't have to pay. So basically, they end up paying for what they want, not what they don't want. We've got it all ass backwards here. Healthcare decisions should be made by doctors and their patients, not the government. Well, now I know they're not made by doctors and their patients or the government. They're made by fucking insurance companies. And God. I just really... That's I so thought true. that quote was actually very succinct. Yeah. Man, I've had so many moments like that, too. Because I tell you, like... It's just a reality of my life right now. Living with a chronic illness is, like, constantly fighting insurance companies. Like, when I first got approved um like my doctor prescribed me this medicine that is very very expensive and it's an injection um and so the doctor sent off sent it off to my insurance company and the insurance company said "Mm, no we're not going to cover it so then the doctor i you know i told the doctor and the doctor said well they usually do that they'll reject it at first just to make sure that you actually need it so then they make the doctor resubmit 
that to the insurance company. And the second time, they were like, okay, yeah, we'll cover it. And just the ridiculousness of that, of like, yeah, do you need this? <laughs> we just wanted to make sure you really needed this medication that your doctor prescribed to you. And it's like, not even like, it's like a medicine used to treat arthritis and Crohn's disease. It's not like it can be used for like, you know, like an opioid or something. So it's like, what? It's just so ridiculous. There's just so many uh, weird loopholes and uh, spending hours on the phone, like, trying to figure it out and understand um, and mm -hmm. feeling that frustration of like, nobody really cares or has empathy for what you're going through. Um, it just sucks. So I do kind of like, yeah, I related to this movie. I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Never thought I'd say I relate to Jigsaw, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this movie had a point. Um, the other ones, I don't know what they were trying to say other than don't do drugs. Which Just don't make Jigsaw like mad at you. <laughs> yeah, don't make Jigsaw mad at you. Don't commit, I don't know, the minor things that might piss him off. Um, but like, this is the one where I was like, this is actually pointing at something bigger and something not petty or misunderstood or just kind of pointless and framing it as something that's justified jigsaw doing this time it's like a bigger issue that's affecting so many different people in such a hard way that i i actually could get behind this this is i think my favorite saw movie like this is the one if you ask me hey let's watch any of these saw movies what do you want to watch and i'd say let's watch saw six the thing was like well paced um it had an interesting theme and the traps were, like, mostly really cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think this was a solid Saw movie. Like, definitely one of my favorites. Um, I like, you know, I like Saw 2 and 3 also, but, like, this one, this one's good. It's solid. Mm-hmm. And it I gave us the carousel the of death. Filter. Oh, wait, didn't the piss filter come back? Uh, I can't remember. I think there was one scene where, like, the piss filter came back. And I'll be honest, I, I was happy to see it again. I do kind of get nostalgic a for it. Like, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because I'm like, it, it doesn't feel like a Saw movie unless it has the piss filter. But also, like, I don't enjoy looking at that for an entire full-length movie. Mm -hmm. Just a real conundrum yeah. here. It is. You know what? Fuck it. Uh, hashtag bring back the piss filter for the next Saw movie. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, the early 2000s are coming back, right? That That's coming back in style, so. Pretty much. I mean, I think, I th I think we're still kind of stuck on late 90s, at least in terms of uh, the fashion that we're selling at Target. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, we're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. Our time, the piss filter's time is coming. I mean, the, the, coming. I think they are selling Jinkos at Hot Topic again, so. Oh my gosh. Um, so do we have any last thoughts about Saw 6? Um, imagining Ted Raimi has made all of this a little more interesting, <laughs> at least. Oh, yeah. I would love to see Ted Raimi in a Saw movie. Yes. He'd be so good. I feel like Sam would insist on directing. Like, he couldn't not, right? That would honestly be kind of fun. I'd love that. 
So I don't know when we'll do Saw 7, but I'm kind of, I, honestly, I'm really looking forward to it. Because like I said, it's the only one I haven't seen. So um, it'll be like a really fresh reaction. And I'm kind of stoked. I've, I've heard mixed things about it, but you know, I'm just, I'm just ready. I'm ready to see where it goes. Hell yeah. Marty, what is your prediction for Saw 7, given the information that we have very clearly and in the right order laid out? Um, I want Carrie Elwes to shoot somebody. Oh, I want him okay. to get his revenge. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and then, um, I also would like it to be homosexual like the first one, but, you know, no promises. Gotcha. I can get behind that. I just want Carrie Elwes to have a gun. I can get behind that. Uh, yeah, I I could too. I like that. Carrie Elwes. So I want that to be the subtitle too. Saw Seven. Carrie Elwes has a gun. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it when movies have silly subtitles. That should be a thing, right? Way more often. Yes. Absolutely. Um. Well, I think that wraps us up for now. Thank you. As always, to our wonderful listeners, um, if you want to hear more from us, you can find Netflix and Kill on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. And we also have a Patreon. Uh, the money from our Patreon helps us um, keep our equipment up to date and pay hosting fees and all of that sort of thing. So um, shout out to our patrons. We really appreciate you. Special shout out to Jenna for being our highest tier donor. Thank you so much. Get Jenna. Uh, well, everyone, I hope you stay safe out there. Um, avoid doing things that would make Jigsaw mad. And if ever you find yourself on a carousel of death, pregnancy will not save you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gaslight gatekeep girl boss. I think that's the moral <laughs> of the story. May your nightmares be plentiful. I like how you sang that. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but okay. <laughs>